somebody wants Told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kind of dumb With her finger and her thumb In the shape of an L on her forehead Well, the years start coming and they don't Hello and welcome Thank you for joining me on the very first episode Of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast my name is Kelby Bachman, and I will be your host. The song you just heard is All Star by Smash Mouth, and it is also the walkout song to the very first guest on the show, Eric Schultz. Eric is the 197-pounder for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. In this episode, we touch on topics such as family, food, and of course, even a little bit of wrestling. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the very first episode of Let's Talk Wrestling. All right, so I am joined here with Eric Schultz, the 197-pounder for the University of Nebraska wrestling team. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So wrestling season just started. Uh, you're in their second full week now. How's how's practice been going? Pretty good. Just picked it up recently, yeah. so lots of scrapping. Yeah, good. Um, so at this point, um, is there any major focus that you have personally been working on or – uh, riding top wrestling is definitely probably the most, uh, area that I've worked over the summer. Yeah. Um, really you can break a guy by riding him. I've watched it all the time. You know, you ride them tough and, uh, they can't get out. They really breaks them. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my, our, uh, coach Kokish's motto. Oh yeah. <laughs> What is it exactly? No, just that you can break guys really easily on top. Yeah, yeah, he would know. He was pretty good at it. Yeah, he'd tell you, <laughs> you just do a couple mat returns and they're not going to want to get up. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, so any takeaways from last year? I know it was a strange year. COVID had uh, a lot of lot of different things going. Season didn't start till about January. I mean, uh, anything you carried over from last year to this year or – um, you pretty much staying the same. Um, a little bit more relaxed, uh, mental wise, and uh, just being more grateful for like the opportunity. This is basically like a an extra year, like a present. Yeah, so, <laughs> like a present. <laughs> yeah, like uh, just a little gift. Yeah, and, uh, just being grateful and and uh, for each opportunity, every match is just another opportunity. Yeah. Um, so last year, um, coming into this year, I know it didn't end the way you wanted to last year, but what, what's kind of been the mindset going into this year um, off of the last year? Um, like I said earlier, a uh, little being more relaxed, I think. Uh, towards the end of the year, I definitely got a little more like pressure put on myself, and it was all mental, and it wasn't like actually there, but I definitely think it affected me. Do you do any visualization? I have been uh, yeah, this summer and, and recently. I've been writing down my goals a lot and mm -hmm. visualizing them. Yeah. And uh, so every day I'll try and jot down some of my, my goals. I'll visualize them and like uh, meditate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that? Like, is that incorporated into practice at all or do you just do that on your own? No, on my own. Yeah. Yeah. What do you visualize? Do you visualize like, um, Visualize yourself winning that national title. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the main one. Yeah, like I pretty much do that one every time. And then um, a lot of times it'll just be areas that I'm working in practice, like whether it's like 
uh, getting up through a high C or mm-hmm. bringing like getting stuck uh, extended in a single leg mm-hmm. and just like running a corner and then shelving the leg and finishing it or like a top I said uh, just visualizing myself on top. Now what if I remember back I mean you had a good red shirt year um, but quietly you've kind of been one of the most improved wrestlers I would say on the team to this point. I mean over you look over your career um, you started out at the Big Tens, maybe, I think you got like fifth or seventh as a freshman. Seventh my first year. Yeah, and then you got, you improved a little bit. You got, I think, fourth. Fourth. Yeah. And then you improved a little bit. Um, what, third? Second. Second. Um, got beat by Colin Moore. Yeah. And then got second again last year. I mean, the, the leaps you've made, I mean, you lost about 10 matches your first year, and now you were ranked as high as, were you ranked first last year? I know you ranked. I was, yeah. So, I mean, what, what do you attribute that too a little bit i mean your improvement has been to me it's been amazing um summer wrestling like just Mm -hmm. in the room uh i feel like really looking back on the season i like to at the end of the season like i'll take a little break but then i'll look back and i'll watch my matches and like kind of jot down notes stuff like that and uh i'll just really focus on areas where i could make the biggest gains and in areas where I think where I like, I don't know where I just really should focus on, mm-hmm. and I'll get in the room, and then those are the areas where I'll practice the most. So like this past summer, like there were some off days where I'd just come in, like I asked like Kokus if he wanted to come in, and then he would just work uh, top with me, mm-hmm. and I think those were some like some big days where I made big gains in the top area. Yeah. Um, what's the motto? The most improvement is when no one is watching, you know, I yeah. mean, or uh, like move inside. Yeah. Right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, that's interesting that you watch your tape back, um, uh, to see, to almost like dissect, you know, each match. Do you do that for every match or are you just mostly focused on the big matches or every match? Every yeah. match. But I mean, like, obviously, if it's a match where like I looked really good and I beat the guy by a lot of points, something like that, I probably just like watch it once or something like mm-hmm. that. You'll mostly use that as like a confidence booster or something like that. Yeah. And then like the closer matches or matches I lost, I'd watch them a couple times. Yeah. At least pause and rewind and watch certain areas a few times, stuff like that. Yeah. So coming into this year, um, like I said earlier, the I feel like you guys are being a little overlooked. Um, you know, uh, according to Intermat, you guys are ranked ranked twelfth as a team. Um, to me, that seems a little bit low, a little bit kind of slap in the face. I mean, you guys were ranked as high as second last year, if I'm not mistaken, ahead of Penn State. Even um, got third at the Big Tens. We're in striking distance of second. Um, you yourself is also you know ranked twelfth. Does that kind of give you any uh, motivation, or or are you not really too concerned with with rankings? You know, I'm not too concerned with it. I I knew it was going to happen after uh, mm-hmm. nationals mm-hmm. last year because that was that was bad, but. Uh, I mean, I kind of expected it, and I've been visualizing, uh, like, climbing back up in the ranks, yeah, <laughs> per se, uh, <laughs> and that excites me. So, honestly, I, I don't mind it. I like it, actually, and it gets me excited to climb back up the ranks and be an underdog. Yeah, 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 underdog mentality. You guys... I feel like you guys have that a lot. You know, like I said, you're in a conference with uh, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, even Michigan, you know. Um, you guys are kind of the 
on, you know, the, the last, I don't know, like my dad, I guess would say the hind tit, you know, you guys are kind of, uh, looked over. Does that, does that talk any ever come into the room or anything? Or, um, or are you guys not really worried about outside noise like that? Uh, once in a while we'll come in the room for sure, but I really don't think it affects, uh, the guys on the team really because I feel like it's a normal thing. I feel like most years, honestly, we get overlooked. Even last year when, when we were ranked pretty high, like most teams just kind of like brush it off or something like that, like our coaches, stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we ended up not having a good national tournament, but uh, it's pretty common. I mean, and then two years ago before that, when, like, COVID canceled nationals and we took second at Big Tens, I mean, before the Big Ten tournament, I mean, I mean, no one was really talking about us, stuff like that. And then we hit Big Tens, everyone got hot, and uh, everyone was like, whoa, uh, was Nebraska. <laughs> right, yeah. And that's that's funny you mentioned the Big Ten. You guys you guys have seemingly had a pretty solid Big Ten tournament and this year uh, Big Tens are gonna be in your home turf. Is that yeah, is that gonna give time. yeah, is that gonna give you a little extra boost, you oh, think? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It I'm, everyone's really excited for that. Yeah. I mean I think it's gonna be a super sick setup because I mean it's gonna be a PBA and all the hotels are right next to it, so you don't have to worry about rides and stuff like that. I, all the fans would be able to <laughs> wake up in their hotel and go watch wrestling. Right on. Go get food in the Haymarket. That's yeah. Right next to the uh, PBA, and then go back to watching wrestling. And so I think it, I think it's going to be rowdy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, bringing it bringing it here that give you extra boost, maybe put you back on top. Yeah. You know who knows? I mean, and that would be. I mean, to win it in Lincoln. Oh, that would be that'd be the best. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm already pumped. I'm pumped for the first duel. The first duel is a couple weeks away. I think three weeks um, as of yesterday. Um, much much talk about that so far. Or are you guys just still grinding out this uh, preseason or this early? Kind of just brought it up yesterday for the first time. But mostly as in like because we picked it up like recently. So it's mostly like don't like worry about uh, like we're wrestling a lot of live right now. And now they're saying, like, during season it'll be, like, a recovery day and an off day and then, like, a technique day and then weight management day. And then there might be, like, one hard day or two hard days each week uh, and because due to, like, when duels and tournaments, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you want to, like, continuously be ready to wrestle, stuff like that. So right now lots of live wrestling in. We did, like, a 30 minutes of live wrestling the other Ooh. day. and uh, 30 minutes straight? No, it was broken up into like 12, 10, and 8 goes. And uh, yeah, so they were like, this is like the time that you guys really want to push it. Like, don't worry about like score, stuff like that. Really get yourself tired, like trying to moves and figure stuff out. Um, because in three weeks, then we start like being more strategical about when we push you guys hard and stuff like that. So. Yesterday was like the first time we got brought up. Yeah. And then uh, the week after that, it's a fun, I, I find it fun. North Carolina comes to town. I know. Um, Austin O'Connor, returning uh, national champ. Is he from around where you're from? Yeah. We actually went to the same uh, 
little kid club for a little while. Really? Okay. What what, what little kid was that? The Tinley Park Bulldogs. Tinley Park Bulldogs. Okay, cool. And and then that's where you ended up going to high school. Yeah. And then where he must obviously went somewhere else. Yeah, he went to St. Rita. I think it's like a private school. Okay. I don't know exactly where it is. Yeah. But so you went to Tinley Park. following kind of in your dad's footsteps, huh, I'd say. I mean, your dad was um, – kind of tell me about that a well, little bit. There was, like, a couple high schools that were uh, recruiting me, like, for wrestling. Um, it wasn't like what, – what's the town? It's it's There's Tinley Park, and then everyone always says, what, Howard? Or what's the Andrew? other – Andrew, yeah, that's yeah. The, so, yeah. That's the, that's the other high school <laughs> Yeah, on uh, the west side of town, I think it <laughs> – it is and so that's actually like a whole story in itself because people that don't really know Tinley or, or maybe know it a little bit they'll like a lot of times when I travel during the summer like on my own to wrestling tournaments or camps or stuff like that and I tell them I'm from Tinley Park they're like oh you go to Andrew I'm like no no I'm not going yeah. to Tinley Park they're like what's that I was like oh my god <laughs> Tinley Park man. yeah but yeah, so I took a lot of pride from Tinley Park. And then, like, cool. my dad, my mom and dad both went. Oh, your mom did too? Tinley Park, yeah. Cool. And uh, my older sister was there at the time, so it was uh, it was special to go there. Yeah, so, cool. So, you you have five sisters? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? And you, you are, um, what what line do you fall in there? Second from the top. Second? All right. So, you got one older and, and four younger. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Cool. Um, and, and just Hannah. So Hannah's the oldest. Yeah. And she went to Tinley Park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it like being being the second oldest like that in a group of, you know, in a house full of, of, all, of all these women? I mean, was it just like, did you bond a lot with your dad or I mean, did you did you hang out with your sisters? Uh, both. Both? That, uh, my bonding with my dad was just like strange. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, he's just a really funny guy. Yeah. Uh, and then with my sisters, I mean, yeah, we hung out all the time pretty much. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know, just playing outside, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I know you're not the oldest. I have an older sister. She was, I mean, in a way, she was kind of my protector. Was was that kind of your... Do you get that kind of from Hannah? Was even though you were the younger brother, was she still kind of like she? You know, she pro- she probably wouldn't say, it, but she was real protective. Yeah, yeah. She was actually like uh, back when I was beginning wrestling and stuff like that. She was actually my practice partner. Really? And, uh, oh, she'd beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I yeah. There were times where I oh I hated her. So yeah. Much, but my dad would be like like just do this or something like that, and then she would just like throw me around. And I'd be like. It's not <laughs> simple. <laughs> oh, that, but, yeah, that's, that's... So that was funny. And then, yeah, so she... When I was a freshman, I, like, ended up getting this girlfriend, and she was a junior. And uh, and then... Or when I was a sophomore, she was a senior. I got this girlfriend, and <laughs> she was always, like, watching me. <laughs> she was always, like, giving me advice, stuff like that. And so she was real protective. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> That's funny. She she ends up going to Iona, right, to play water polo. Yeah. And now is she a, she coaches there. Yep. She is like coaching from home right now. Actually, in a mm-hmm. way, I think she's coached there the last two years, and then this year, her last is she's becoming an OT right now. Mm-hmm. And her last uh, 
man, I don't know what it's called, but like when you become an occupational therapist, you have to make like so many like interns is what I would like say they are. Yeah. But you like work at a hospital, something like that. And uh, her last one is actually in Illinois. So she's nice. out finishing that and living at home. And then she just does like, um, like some recruiting stuff and like or make workouts and stuff like that. So th- this I think will be her last year coaching. Um, then she'll be like a full-time OT. Nice. Unless she ends up getting a coaching job or something somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, so then following Hannah and then yourself, there's Jillian. Yeah. Right. Um, and she's out in Fresno State. Yeah, she's more, more of the wild one. Yeah, she's a wild child. Uh, um, I found, uh, I saw that uh, she actually has said that you are her, um, her favorite athlete. Did you know that? I did not. No. Know that. <laughs> what do you think of that? She said you're her favorite athlete. I think that's that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> really cool, actually. Uh, I'd love to hear her tell me that. <laughs> She's never told you? No. <laughs> One time, though, during uh, during COVID. So it was like, because during COVID, it was really strange. Like, I went to locked lockdown, like, order yeah. or whatever. And so me and all my sisters were back home. And it was the first time in five or six years. Oh, right? yeah. Since my older sister left, that all of us were back home. So, well, for a while, there was a lot of adjustments yeah. everyone needed to make. Yeah, like sharing the bathroom. Yeah, well, <laughs> well we were actually kind of used to that Yeah, because from growing up. But, uh, like, we were sleeping and where all our stuff was. Because was only, it's only four bedrooms, and uh, so we all had to share a room. Mm-hmm. Who'd you share with? Um, most of the time with my youngest sister, Ava. Mm-hmm. That's, like... Usually my favorite one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it must have been nice growing up not having a brother to to steal your clothes. I mean, you probably got oh, all your they clothes yourself. My they clothes still did all the time. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. yeah, they did. There was there was nothing was off limits. I was like, <laughs> oh man. And uh, there's my freshman year of high school. I, mm-hmm. I that was the only year I cut weight and I hated it. Yeah. But yeah, my mom, I don't blame you. Like I mean. She's always had a soft spot for me, like her only son. Yeah, well, yeah. She'd always tell me, she's like, you're my favorite son. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, so I'm not tell her I'm her favorite child. But <laughs> like a little joke we have. Yeah. And, uh, but she would actually go and get me like special snacks for like tournaments or duels, like any amount of weigh-in. Yeah. And because, uh, I mean, like I'd go like, I was cutting like like thir- 12 to 14 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, it, it was probably wasn't as hard as I was making it, but of course, I yeah, had some tough nights. Uh, yes, and, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that one time you have to skip that one meal. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so she was like, she'd bathe me once in a while, and I was either like uh, Kit Kats or uh, Reese's or these special K bars. I yeah. really liked. Yeah. These one special K bars, and she'd give me them, and I'd have to strategically find. <laughs> like different ways to hide them because <laughs> if I didn't hide them well enough or I hit them in the same spot twice, they were gone, gone. My sisters were like hawks. Yeah. They could smell it out. Where, where was your, where were your hiding spots? You could probably give them away now. Can you? So yeah, I had, uh, so for, for like a lot of times I had this, uh, I had this bed where like there was a pull out bed underneath it. Mm-hmm. So I had two mattresses, but, um, we had to get rid of the mattress underneath it just it was getting really old and uh so there was just an empty s- space yeah and 
I my sisters didn't know that I got rid of the mattress. <laughs> so then I, for a while they thought there was a mattress in there still, and then I just had that. <laughs> I had like some Gatorades in there, and, and then all my snacks in there. <laughs> and uh, but then one time it just came in. Was he gone? Yeah. So then I just like rotated a bunch of different drawers and then like placed my closet and then like I even hid some stuff in the garage because then I was like, oh, well, they're just always in my room. So I get it in the garage and they're not going to find it. <laughs> oh, that's great. One time my brother did that. He, he swiped some. It was actually, I think he was our heavyweight. He swiped his zebra cakes. <laughs> And that was the last time he ever did that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean there was probably no punishment you could have for your sisters. I no. mean, he, he had he had to wrestle seven minutes with him. Um, but you probably couldn't do that with your sisters. Like, no, oh, I'd, you, be, I'd be like, mom. My dad would just be like, knock it off. <laughs> so, then, so then nothing would happen. I'd just be like, dang, <laughs> it's lost all my. Yeah. <laughs> what What is your favorite snack? Um, cereal right cereal. now. I'm big. Cereal. Yeah. What's your favorite? Fruit Loops and Marshmallow. And you can find that at the store, right? Yeah. So where do you find that? Because um, my wife, my wife loves Fruit Loops, and she was like Fruit Loops with marshmallows. So I think this is probably something I need to try. Yeah. You. I mean, I would absolutely recommend it to anybody. But <laughs> where do you get like, it? I get it. Uh, you can get it at Walmart. I'm pretty sure. But I'm pretty sure you can get it at Hy-Vee. Okay. And. Uh, I haven't seen that Target, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Walmart and Hy-Vee, I'm pretty sure you can get it. And it's like a purple box. It's not red because uh, usually okay. Fruit Loops are red. Yep, yep. They trick you with that purple box. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, because we, I used to live at, uh, we just called it R Street uh, mm-hmm. before, like a couple houses ago. And uh, we had the, we called it a cereal wall. And so I would get every time I get a new box of cereal, mm-hmm. I cut out the the top, the cover, yeah, and we would tape it on the wall, and uh, and we like almost finished. I think we got like three quarters of the way done of the wall covered with cereal boxes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was lit. So yeah, I was out there, I was trying all new cereals, like cereals I never heard of. Yeah, and uh, so if you want like random cereals, Walmart's the place to go. Yeah. <laughs> what What was the least favorite cereal? Ooh. Like, did you have one that you were like, oh, man, like that you couldn't even finish? Um, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. It was literally like Sour Patch Kids. Like, they turned turned it into a cereal, and uh, I didn't even finish the book. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's garbage. That's so bad. (laughs) There was a couple, too. There was a couple ones, a few. Uh, Another one, too, was like... uh, uh, like Hostess donuts. Oh yeah. It was like the powdered white donuts. Ugh. And uh man, it like had that real powder on there. And yeah. When it mixed with the milk, it just wasn't it wasn't sitting right with <laughs> But uh yeah, I don't know. There there was a few of them that I, I just couldn't stomach. And, yeah. Uh, but I, I still went got the box and uh put it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta do it for the wall. <laughs> Gotta do it for the wall so you finish the box for the wall. <laughs> Nah, no. I, I, I would most of the time I'd like finish the bowl and yeah. be like, yeah, I mustered through that. Like that's good. And then uh, the the rest is like I'd offer to my roommate sometimes. Yeah, I think there was one guy that liked the uh, Hostess donuts and nobody liked the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, those uh, were just total miss. Yeah, and uh, so they went straight to the trash. Yeah, what the box still went on went the on the wall. Box on the wall. I had to at least so. I, most of the time, it was like I had to finish the box before it went on the wall. Yeah. But then when I started like venturing out there and getting these 
random cereals, they had to, it was like, I just had to take a spoonful. Yeah. That, that, that seems fair. That seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, coming back a little bit to, to your family there, your, your dad, um, dad was a state champ. He was the last one before you won it. Right. Yeah. Um, kind of talked to me a little bit about that. I know there's a little bit of story behind there, a little bit of like a family, family talk or, you know, family competition, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like both like in wrestling and football. Oh was, yes. Uh, yes. He was all so state he, linebacker. Yeah. So he had like the football record <laughs> mm-hmm. position and, and he had like, uh, all the wrestling records in my position and, uh, just, so it was, I was really competing against him in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but he, he really guided me. Like it was like, it was, it was kind of weird. He, he'd really push me in a way. Like I could tease me about, about like his records and stuff like that. But, uh, most of it, like most of the time he's just, uh, was like trying to push me to beat him and, and, uh, push myself, stuff like that. But he had, uh, he had like some sort of the takedown record and or something like that and and uh so he would always talk a lot of smack about how many times he could take guys down and and like let them up stuff like that so that was like one of my big big things did you did you pass his takedown record oh uh, i definitely did absolutely did? Yeah. but but like as in record wise i don't know because there was there was i had so i had three different coaches during my high school career mm-hmm. and it was like it was like the stats were just like Oh, they were gone. Yeah. It was like freshman year, and then the coach left, and then it was like sophomore year, and then the coach left, and then it was like junior, senior year. We were really like my only stats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, I had like got a lot of the records just from those two years, and, and I was pretty close to my dad, but I was like, I mean, that's just half my high school career. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's no record of you. So does he still say that he, he's got you because no, he's got he no? Knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> Did you ever roll around with him in high school? Oh, man. You should ask him that. Yeah? But <laughs> Why is that? Because uh, I rolled around mm-hmm. with him when I was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So I was wrestling 170. Mm-hmm. And he and wrestled, what, 165? Yeah, but he cut a lot of weight. Yeah? Oh. Because mm-hmm. uh, in college, he wrestled 190. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So, like, we were similar size, mm-hmm. like now. And he... Uh, so at the time he was probably like two fifteen or two twenty, mm-hmm. and I was wrestling one seventy. But I was only like, because of my sophomore year, like freshman year, I was like, I'm never cutting weight again. So right. I was like, I was like one sixty three, and the weight class was one sixty. But I was like, <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't cut weight. <laughs> so you didn't. So you went up to one seventy. So one seventy, and uh, hey, whatever, stick to your word, I guess. Not yeah, cut weight. Yeah. And then, well, my junior year, I was, I was. Uh, when I at state the state finals the last day I weighed in at one eighty two or no one seventy nine I weighed in one seventy nine I was wrestling one ninety five and I was just like oh dang that's <laughs> yeah. rough <laughs> but and then the senior year I was like one ninety and I was wrestling ninety five so I was like mm-hmm. that wasn't bad yeah but so then my sophomore year it was like right after state and he uh, he like I went into Richards to roll around with him get ready for like freestyle yeah. And he wrestled me in a match in folk style. And, uh, man, he just probably teched me the yeah, second period. Really? Yeah. He still got it, huh? And, uh, but then I – and we, like, wrestled the third period, and I, I lateral dropped him. Yeah. And uh, 
So I like I try and talk smack about that. <laughs> but he was like, dude, you got tech in the second period. Like that that doesn't count. And uh but so he talked a lot of smack about that. But then after that, he wouldn't wrestle me. He's never wrestled me ever. Really? Again. Never no, wrestled you since? Not since sophomore year. Huh. And yeah, that was like he knew. Yeah, he, he knew. Okay, so yeah, so he knew he when when you lat dropped him, he was like, all right, all right, I think he's got me. I'm 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 moving on. All right. Yeah, yeah. junior year I got a little bigger. And yeah. He was like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so he probably he probably. Probably good he for knew. him. He's yeah. ending on a high note. Yes, got yeah. the last win. Yep, yep. <laughs> so uh, we were talking yesterday, and you had a nice, uh, a cool little story about the Grand March. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit about that sweatshirt you wore? Yeah. So he had um, this sweatshirt, like his like ritual to wear this sweatshirt before all of his matches, like warmed up in and stuff like that. And it was actually given to him by. Um, my uncle or his older brother, um, Uncle Dean, and because he went to Northern Illinois and they're the Huskies. Mm-hmm. So I had Huskies on it across. And so my dad like worked on it a lot, wore it a lot, and there was like holes all over it, like just totally ripped up. I, I don't even think the hood was on it anymore. <laughs> I don't remember. But it was pretty, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. And so he, he had like, he has like this one bin of like his like memorabilia stuff like that from when he was like competing in his career and it was like in order for me to get something from that bin i usually like i had to earn it like he had to give it to me yeah like a rite of passage something like that yeah and the first thing he gave to me was his uh his practice jersey for football and then his game jersey and uh like i thought that was super cool yeah and awesome like that and uh because i like i had more success in football before wrestling Mm -hmm. and uh and I had never really gotten anything from for wrestling out of there, <laughs> so then I kind of took matters into my own hands. <laughs> and, uh, so you so you went in and without asking you. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and uh, worked out worked out good though. Yeah. Then yeah, and so uh, I knew before state, like I knew I was like, well, it's gonna be my third year, and I, I'm pretty favored. I've been in the Grand March twice already, so like I kind of I was like expecting to make it back, and I was like, man, it'd be sick if I wore that. Mm-hmm. like out to the grand march so i went in there i got it before we left and i had it in my bag like nobody knew about it and uh and then like as i was getting ready to go warm up uh like go down to the tunnel i was like saying bye to everyone and stuff like that and then i brought it with me and then i went to the bathroom and i changed into it real quick and then my, my coach saw me and then he was like, well, what was that? <laughs> I was like, oh, long story. It was my dad's. Yeah. And, uh, and then I gave him my sweatshirt that I was wearing before that. And uh, I uh, walked out into that. And, like, my family loved it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure my dad did. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah. What year was that? My senior year. Senior year? Cool. Yeah. And that was the year you won state and you you, you tech-falled. Yeah. 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 So you won by four nine. You won by a bigger margin than your dad. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He, yeah senior year, you won it. Uh, that was one of my biggest goals. Too. Yeah. I think he won it nine to two, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, I was like, <laughs> one day he was just like talking smack. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna beat this company <laughs> scored. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. So that was that was pretty cool. And uh, <laughs> but he's never really said anything about it. Yeah. And I also had a. Uh, these uh, French braids in my hair. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because you had long hair in high school. Yeah, I had really long yeah. hair. And so when he was in high school, he had like this 
this like mullet. Thing. Of course, they all had mullets back in the something, day. <laughs> something like that. And my mom, like he was dating my mom, mm-hmm. and she would like braid it in the yeah. back for him. And uh, so I think that like added to the to the value. Oh, so you had your braided hair braided just like he did. In a different way, yeah, but braided. But yeah. yeah, nice. I, I ain't rocking no more. Yeah, no. <laughs> really, you wouldn't? No, no, no. I like I like long hair. But yeah, not just half of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, one other thing I I noted, he, um, your dad, he ended up going to Oklahoma. Um, he ended up getting hurt. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. Um, and they didn't think he would wrestle again, but he persevered and, and went to Purdue. Yeah. And ended up wrestling there a little bit. Yeah, I think um, – I'm pretty sure he blew his shoulder out, mm. and then he had to go uh, uh, get surgery. And then he came back, and I think he blew his other shoulder out or something like that. And then the doctors were like, yeah, you're never going to wrestle again. And uh, so then he he dropped out. And he was just at home mm-hmm. when the uh, the Purdue coaches, I'm pretty sure they they just showed up at his house and they're like, hey, really? Like, we'll give you an opportunity. And my dad was like, all right, I'll take it. And then he ended right up wrestling on. again. But he, he got hurt like a couple more times yeah. at Purdue. And so I think he only had like one season where he mm-hmm. was able to compete the entire season. Yeah. Or something like that. That's, that's all I can find on the internet. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So he, he doesn't uh, really talk about it. Yeah. I have to get information from other people. Right. But. You know, that's kind of the way I am too. Like I kind of got to sneak around and be sneaky with my information about my dad too, a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you went to Oklahoma. Did he talk to you a lot about going to Oklahoma or was he just kind of letting you do your own thing going wherever you want? He stayed really out of the recruiting Mm -hmm. process. There's, well, actually he was like totally out of the recruiting process besides one major like thing. But, uh, he, so he, I had actually like verbally committed to Virginia. Really? Like just within my family. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is the place. Like, I think I'm going to go to Virginia. And, like, I told my mom and my family. And then, like, uh, I was supposed to tell my dad, too, but he was, like, running late from some, like, uh, he was coaching some. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But so then we just, like, wrote it on, like, this piece of paper and put it on the kitchen island waiting yeah. for him to get back. And uh, <laughs> me and my mom went somewhere. We came back and written on the paper was just <laughs> no <laughs> I was all I was all what the heck what does that mean yeah and uh so then I talked to him and, and my dad was like um just from like knowing how like scholarships work from my older sister and I mean obviously they are different from a bunch of schools but mm-hmm. he saw some really similar things and what they were like telling me as in what Iona was telling my older sister Hannah as in like they were giving her a certain percentage and then they were like but if you like do this and this and then if you do this it'll be a full scholarship and like they sold me for sure and I think it was like 85% or something like that but then he so then he sat me down he was like listen I know you don't know how money work, don't know how money works right but their school was like 50-something thousand or, I don't know, it was a lot of money. Yeah. So it was like 85%. That's, you're going to be paying this much money. Right. Like every year. You know how much money that is? 
And I was like, no, I really I didn't think about it at all. Yeah. I just thought 85% was a lot. Yeah. And then he was like, and they're saying that you can get this much money if like you do this and this. And I think like one of them was like working at something over the summer or like, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. And then he was like, it, that's just like, it's just not, uh, it's not like concrete and mm-hmm. it's not like guaranteed. And he was telling me this stuff. And so then I was like, well, I guess my originally I was, so then I was like back to the drawing board and mm-hmm. I was like, I ended up choosing Nebraska yeah. on a few different like decisions, but yeah, and it worked out. It seems like, yeah, really yeah. worked out. Yeah. Actually, I had a dream too that, uh, I was like wrestling in this really big underneath spotlight and this big match mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, uh, I was just wearing a singlet with a N on it. Yeah. And it would, like the lights would go off and then it'd come back on and I'd be like in a different uh, position or something like that. Yeah. And the singlet would be different colors, but it would still have the N on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man. So you kind of dreamt that you, you know, that I did. Yeah. So that dream kind of pushed you to Nebraska. Yeah. It, it, not really. Yeah. It would just <laughs> yeah. ends up being a cool story. Yeah. That, um, and they actually did that a couple years ago against Penn State. They had the raised platform. They had the lights yeah. off and they had the spotlight. Yeah, so your dream kind lit. of kind of came true. Yeah, it was lit. Yes. In a way. Yes. That was a rock. Yeah, that was a ruckus crowd. I had, that's what my, my freshman year uh, roommate got the team start chanting my name after that, after yeah. that duel. Yeah. So that was like, that was insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so it sounds like it actually played out pretty well that you had an older sister to you know collegiate athlete kind yeah. of learn the ropes of the scholarship business and then so that kind of helped you make your decision too a little easier yeah oh in a lot of ways. and and they're all they're all swimmers what what happened to you why didn't you, you're not a swimmer <laughs> i'm not a big big water guy, yeah but well we'll let this be said yeah i have the 25 meter record in the house what yeah. in the house yes yeah, I would smoke them all in a short distance. <laughs> yeah, and what freestyle? Yeah, freestyle. Yeah, no other, no other strokes. Yeah, or or styles, whatever. Yeah, but freestyle. You give me. Oh, and we got to dive too because my dive is better than all their. Really? Dives. Yeah. So I, no I'll kidding. get them. I'll get them in the twenty-five meter. Hey, past that, you got you got to add a flip turn yeah. or something yeah. long. Like you start taking breaths and stuff like that, and they smoke me. But uh, that twenty-five meter. I got them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the little background—they're—they're they're all swimmers. Uh, Hannah was uh, played water polo at Iona. Jillian's currently at Fresno State. Yep. Um, then you have Riley, who who swam in high school. She now does uh, softball at Missouri St. Louis. Yeah. Um, and then um, Maddie, she does soft. No, she does uh, water polo at Marist. Is yep, that correct? In New York. Yeah, in New York. So, and then what about Ava? Is she she swimming too, or? Yep, she's yeah, she's water polo right now. Jeez, so you're just the the black sheep, I guess, you know. But you can well, still smoke them in rest and uh, in swimming, huh? Well, twenty five meters. Twenty five. Yeah. That's like that's like the least amount, like the <laughs> smallest uh, yardage or, or yeah uh, meters that you can swim because like I don't have to take any breaths <laughs> and I can just. Or you just hold head. your you just hold your breath the whole time. Uh, yeah, I just put my head down and I swim as hard as I can till I hit the wall and uh, yeah, I, I can do it. Yeah. But, uh, but well, then, like, water polo, though, I can't do that. Yeah, no. I, I did a camp one time, and uh, and then this this other time we – because, like, my family likes to have some competitions. Yeah. Or, like, family games. I thought they get pretty physical. But yeah. 
we had a water polo game one time, and it was uh, me, my dad, and honestly, I don't remember most yeah. of it because I was I was struggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ended up winning though because yeah. my dad was the ref and on my team. Yeah. Oh, oh so got some favorable calls. Probably. Oh yeah. yeah. And we also had like you know how there's like lane lines and swimming. Yeah. And, like water polo is just to open water. Yeah. We put lane lines in, <laughs> and so we could grab them. Yeah. There's also only one play at a time. Yeah. Like football, <laughs> there was no full court like. Or a full pool, whatever. Like there was just one play, and then it was break. And we yeah. There. And then, like during it, like, we're pushing my sisters uh, yeah. underwater, trying to stay above the, the water. And it was, it was it was a lot of fun for me. But, yeah. I mean, at the time I struggled a lot, but looking back on it, it was pretty fun. Yeah. They like to talk about it too, um, in in a way. But they definitely got screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, where did they? Where did their love for the for water come in? Did, was your mom a big swimmer or did no? So, no? what I think is, uh, I have a cousin Dana. Uh, old, she's older than yeah, me, and older than Hannah, like by uh, quite a few years. And she swam at uh, Boston College. Um, I'm pretty sure. So she swam in college, and I'm pretty sure that's what. Uh, and she is Uncle Dean's daughter. And so she had a kind of, I think it influenced in a way on uh, my dad. And so then he had my sisters in swimming. And, but my dad's always been more favorable to like more physical contact yeah. sports. He's always been the guy who wants to like get in there and mix it up. So he uh, introduced Hannah to water polo. And, I mean, those of you who don't know, Hannah is very physical, my older sister. Yeah. She likes to get after it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, he put Hannah in uh, water polo at a young age, and she just, she loved it way more than swimming. And uh, I was actually the recorder for all the, <laughs> oh, all really? The, like the games and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was this one game where there was this, this like, boy who was kind of like pushing around because it's like co ed at the mm-hmm. young age. And I'm recorded. <laughs> And all of a sudden, like, she, like she got a couple of fouls on him, and he got a couple of fouls on her. And then there was just this one moment in the game where she just like puts the ball down. She winds up and just smacks this dude, punches him right in the face, like in the middle of the game. And then like everyone's just no like, way. what? And then I'm like, I got the camera. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. And like, I like. I just remember it was crazy. And then, like, she got ejected. But, I mean, it was a crazy story. <laughs> no she, they're only, like, I want to say she was in middle school at the time or something like that. So they, they, were, they weren't even in high school yet. And, and uh, but, yeah, she, she just, she loved it. And, oh, uh, that's funny. And then, I guess, like, she became the role model for my sisters, too, in the, in the sport. And, uh, and then my dad's, like, learned a lot just from talking to my sisters and, mm-hmm. and watching the sport and stuff like that. And, you know, he's like, how like geek out in sports and stuff like that. Yeah. And he'll like research it and stuff like that. So then he like he comes up with these drills and stuff like that. And then he actually became the coach at the school that he works at now. So then for water polo. Uh, yeah. For water polo. Really? Because he's like the football wrestling coach. And yeah. then, um, he didn't, I don't think he, I don't think he coached uh, sport in the spring, mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, 
he the job opened up and he knew the coach that was there so he was like yeah i'll give it a shot yeah and uh he really likes it nice that's good for him yeah (laughs) sorry i'm still just uh picturing your sister just winding up and just you know oh yeah i mean it was crazy because like she just i mean she like paused yeah. Maybe she thought about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. Like she kind of like backed up a little bit, like paused, and everyone was like, "What is she doing?" And then like ball set it down, winds yeah. up, boom. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> you uh, th- that reminds me. You you were telling me a story. You you felt her wrath too once. Oh, um, I mean, uh, well, a lot of times. Yeah. Actually, because oh. we'd we'd also like box. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Whenever like we had dispute, we'd box over it, or like even if <laughs> we were just playing, like we had these halt gloves. Like oh yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, these uh, those big gloves. So we'd split them, and like we each get one, and uh, <laughs> then we would like go. We just box. Yeah. And my dad be the ref, and uh, so this is where I personally think I never won because I'm more of like an endurance guy, mm-hmm. and uh, she's more of like a power yeah not endurance so obviously she would like be whooping me yeah and uh that's how it went most of the time yeah but occasionally i'd get like one good shot in or something like that and then my dad would be like okay that's (laughs) and uh but there was this one time at a family party we were boxing and like all my cousins uncles aunts like grandparents like they're all there watching and i'm just getting i'm getting smacked and i'm like i'm like i'll oh, tell these people like we had, we were having rounds and stuff like that i'm telling them like like don't worry don't worry like she's gonna gas <laughs> yeah. she's gonna gas yeah. and then all of a sudden i felt her starting to gas <laughs> and then i was like this is my opportunity <laughs> and then i started attacking and all yeah. of a sudden my dad like just grabs me from behind and he was like all right that's enough <laughs> And I was like, oh, my goodness. And that was the last time we fought. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and everyone in my family saw it. So, I mean, I never heard the end of it. Yeah. And. So uh, right think, before you were going to get the win, you, you kind of Oh, yeah. Right, right before. Man. And that was like, I don't know, I want to say that I was in like fourth grade. Yeah. Like third grade or something like that. So that was, I mean, there was a lot of fun times, but. I feel like I got the short end of the stick. <laughs> what about, but, uh, wasn't there an issue with uh, a water cup? Yeah, so the, that water cup, uh, <laughs> we uh, we didn't have any furniture at the time in the, in the living room. So there's just TV and there's just one rocking chair in the middle of the room. And that's usually where my dad's at, but he wasn't there at the time. It was just me and Hannah. So, like, she kind of took the chair and I wasn't going to argue with her. <laughs> and I was just sitting next yeah. to her on, the like, the left-hand side. We were watching TV. And we always had a, a water cup in the house growing up. And it was on the right-hand side of her, and I asked her to pass me the cup. And she, like, kind of argues a little bit, but then she gives up, like, way too easily. Like, I knew, like, something was up. Yeah. She gave up so easily. And uh, she goes to hand me the cup, and then she just finishes it, like, all the water. And I was all, you know, I, I mean— Instead of just like taking it and going filling it up, I was like, no, that's not right. Like, where's the house rule? Right. You finish the water cup, you gotta go fill the water up. Of course. Like, of that's, course. That's the rules. Yes. And uh, so then <laughs> she uh, she was like arguing that she won't fill it up and then I have to go fill it up and stuff like that. And then again, she gave up. She was breaking the rules. Like, yeah. So then she gave up really easy and she was like, all right, I'll go fill it up. And at the time, like, I had the cup because she was telling me to go fill it up and I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, she just, she, that was like 
only like a minute argument. Like it lasts a long longer than that. Yeah. And then uh, so I gave her the cup, and immediately she just grabs it and smashes it on my head, and it shatters. Oh boy. And uh, it, yeah, my initial reaction, I just uh, yelled "mom." <laughs> I yelled "mom." <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. I, I I don't know what else I would do in that situation either. I mean, uh, kind of speechless. Yeah. Like, well, just get hit with a cup. Yeah. Yeah. So she. Yeah. She. Uh, Did she end up? Giving you like filling up a cup and giving you some water. No, I don't no? Even remember what yeah. happened for that. But yeah, I don't. That's it. That's our. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. You probably had to go get your own cup of water then. I guess. Uh, yeah. Geez. Probably. My, my mom wasn't helping. Yeah. No, right. You were on your own. Made uh, Hannah clean up the yeah. mess, but that was about it. Yeah. Gosh, older sisters, man. They're just. They're rough. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. They're like a gift and a curse. I know, right. (laughs) Um, Well, as we wrap up here, um, you know, just want to say thanks for for sitting down with me. Do you have any um, anything, any sending words you want to, that you're thinking about? Um, You know, I know you got a good season ahead of you, so what do you think? I'd like to say that our team's looking real solid in that. Anybody that lives in Nebraska should come watch us wrestle. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely uh, one of the most, uh, I think, one of the best programs athletically on on campus. You know, you got obviously the volleyball program, you know, doing its thing. But uh, the wrestling program quietly has been one of the most successful ones. And, um, yeah, I would love to see people get out to the Devaney Center on November 11th for the home opener, Shadron State, come to town with Nebraska Kearney. So be a little triangular there. Um, Looking forward to it. So, um, again, thanks for sticking by with me here. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks again for listening to the very first episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. A special thanks to Eric Schultz for being my first guest and sitting down with me. And also to Megan Straub for being a liaison and coordinating the interviews. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And also be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast, Liam Cronin. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Hey now, you're an all-star.